Now, everything old is new again. America's entertainment pop culture talk show with Douglas Viviani and David Cohen. Now, usually it takes me two or three takes just to warm up, but tonight I predict we'll get it on the first take. And we always get it on the first take. We have to. You do? Sure, this is live television. Live? What does live mean? It means at the exact moment you're cavorting and leaping around that stage over there, 20 million people are seeing it. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Mr. Swan, you're white. You mean it all goes into the camera lens and then just spills out into people's houses? <laughs> Welcome That's... to Everything Old is New Again. That's Peter O'Toole in my favorite year from 1982. And we are here, uh, Douglas Viviani here, with the rather lively David Cohen. Yes, we are, Doug. <laughs> <laughs> and we're broadcast live uh, to tape, if you will. And um, we're going to investigate live television today, talking about the successful uh, experiment of 2000. 13th live performance, which started the ball rolling of live plays of The Sound of Music with Carrie Underwood, 2014's Not So Successful Peter Pan, 2015 The Wiz Live, and most recently, a uh, couple months back, uh, Grease Live was broadcast. And uh, Hence yes, my singing my greeting. Exactly. Yeah. Live TV is back, uh, but uh, that's nothing new. TV has been live since its, inc- if, yeah, since its infancy in what year? We shouldn't be live for that reason Nin- right there. Exactly. Exactly. You Nin- heard it. Thank you. 1936, broadcasting the Summer Olympics, which held uh, Jesse Owens in Berlin. Remember that? Until No, I don't, Doug. No, but those years, it was live. <laughs> it was live even through the 60s. Uh, we still have some live TV today. we got Dance with the Stars and some portions of American Idol, The Voice, America's Got Talent, some of that stuff. And But um, these live Broadway musicals seem to be making a comeback, at least apparently here, one a year. We've got The uh, the Passion, which was just broadcast as well. Who? Uh, live, The Passion, the uh-huh. musical. So, um it's back. I mean, I, I don't I know. What do so. you think? You happy yeah. to see it back or what? I think it's pretty interesting. I, and I say that because I'm not a necessarily a huge fan of Broadway musicals. I've seen some really good ones, definitely. Um, but uh, I just saw Book of Mormon recently. I don't know if you've seen that, but it's just it's, it's amazing. Anyway, I'm not a big fan, but when Grease was on, I actually said, all right, let me check this out. You know, And um, I ended up watching about half of it because I was just fascinated by how they were able to pull this off. On live television with the sets, with the whole bit. Uh, very impressive. I liked it. Yeah, they went out of their way, too. They were on a lot there. I think it was, I can't remember if it was Universal or Paramount, but they had the run of the lot inside and out. So it wasn't just on a play on right. a stage. Right. They were running all over the place uh, with, with golf carts from scene to scene. And uh, it was really done well, I have to tell you. And we're going to talk about that a little later on in this particular show. But first, I want to welcome KLTF, 960 AM, on Sunday, uh, I guess you'd say, Mornings or afternoons, what, 12 a.m. Um, I'm sorry, 12 p.m. So that's you know that's Sunday that's afternoon. Better. Yeah, yes. And uh, we're broadcasting there. We're very happy to be broadcasting in Little Falls, Minnesota, which is basically we're broadcasting the entire county of Morrison County. Awesome. And uh, we're welcome. Trying to learn a little bit about your area out there, Morrison. So if you've got something that you're uh, proud of, and I'm sure you are, um, certainly lots of things, but we're not aware of it. It's not on Wikipedia. Uh, send us. <laughs> A note, we'd love to revisit this uh, this topic of, of your hometown. And uh, let's hear that on oldnewagain at AOL.com. Oldnewagain at AOL.com. Send us the notes. By the way, I don't know if you saw uh, for sale there. They've got 1,500, I'm sorry, 15,000 acres 
for sale. In Morrison County? Yeah, for $2 million. $2 million for 1,500 acres. That's a Wait, lot of 1500 land. 1,500 or 15,000? 1,500, I think it was. 1,500. 1,500, sorry. So if you do a, buy that land right. and do a home every half an acre, that's 3,000 homes, right. you'll... And sell them and all. Sell them for how much? Like Film, figure like two hundred thousand each. That's sixty million. Six hundred million. Whoa, it's a lot of money. It is six hundred million. Why aren't we doing it? Figure take a hundred million off of your your cost for for uh, you know building. Yeah, that's a lot of money. It is. Why are we sitting here? I don't know. Especially right. now that everything old is new again is broadcasting. Thanks for listening, everyone. Morrison. Have a good night. Exactly. We could. I mean, we can make our own city. It'll be uh, everything old is new again. Town or Vivsville or something like that, and uh, we'll be sitting high. Vivsville. Yeah, you like that? Yeah, it's so easy to say. <laughs> Where do you live? Vivsville. Vivsville. That's pretty much what I do every day. I, you know, you're calling. I, I call in like you know, and you've got to order something on the phone or whatever. Right. You got to say your last name. I got to go. V is in Victor. I another V another I A N I. I just you can't. They can't. Like t- they can't understand Viviani. They no. Don't. And what do they, what do you do? You just say Cohen, and people write it down, right? They don't ask. Well, even that is a little confusing. It is. It, it, yeah. All right. Cohen. C O N E. Like right. the pitcher, David Cohen. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that's it. You got it. <laughs> anyway, let's. Uh, I love that accent. This fellow's got a very distinctive accent, too, from the 1940s. Uh, Ed Wynn talking about the infancy of live television. I am speaking to all the people who are standing in front of television stores looking at this show through the window. Please do not lean against the glass. And that's a little comedy there, if you will, starting the ball rolling on live TV. He was live. Oh, so he was implying that people are watching outside of a store that sells TVs? Right, so that was happening in the 30s and 40s. It was a brand new thing. Uh, people didn't want to invest. There's not much on television because, right. you, know, well, you know, it was just starting. So he, he was on, and he was distinctive, and, and they were starting to sell TVs, or people would walk by and see this, and that's what he's talking and about. And the point is that everything was broadcast live, and but there was no was tape. live, live, live. And we're talking about plays. There was a, a uh, Playhouse 90 back in the, uh, in the 50s, 1955 to 1960 in that era. And they did plays just like they're doing now, but they did these dramas. Uh, so listen, to, tell me if you figure out who's starring. Playhouse 90. Tonight starring Jack Palance, Susie Parker. Also starring listen to that music. I love the music. <laughs> Jack Palance. Who, Jack Palance, yeah. yeah, doing the push-ups and the Academy Awards. Well, there yeah. you go. Okay, he was also in um, uh, the two uh, movies uh, on the, the ranch there with Billy Crystal. Right, right, yeah. That's right. when he did it. And he, he was known for doing um, plays with them, and he was very good. He did, before Requiem for a Heavyweight was done with Jackie Gleason, um, if you remember that, that's you know a different presentation you right. may not remember that show but uh before it was done that's very famous that we've talked about in the past uh he did it live working for a heavyweight on playhouse nine but i was almost a heavyweight champion of the world I'm, I'm a big ugly slob and i look like a freak but i was almost a heavy you know i'd, I'd like to put that down on that piece of paper this is no punk this is a guy who is almost the heavyweight champion of the world. That's how I got this job. I say, you know, I was a, I'm a big, ugly slob. Right? What did he say? 
It was a great I, quote. I couldn't help but hear the Mandelbaum, right? <laughs> wasn't Jack Palance? Mandelbaum, Mandelbaum. <laughs> no, that wasn't him. That was uh, oh, different actor. Really? Yes. Oh, it would have been so good but if it was But you could hear, him. though, the live TV. You could hear how <laughs> terrific it is to see live performance. See, this is where you're finally, you know, talking about history on our show that actually has some relevance to the topic. I like this. <laughs> I like it. Well, let's continue with Abbott Costello and just take a look at, uh, by the way, this is, this is them live on the Colgate Comedy Hour. You know, you ask me a lot of silly questions. Why don't you ask me a nice question instead of the hard one? All right, will you answer it before we start? Yeah, no, a nice question. Not All right, hard say you have $5 in this pants pocket and $5 in that pants pocket. What have you got? Somebody else's pants up. There you are. There you go. They were great live. They were brought up live doing live performances on vaudeville and uh, and that translated beautifully in the 50s uh, to the Colgate Comedy Hour which they were on for quite a bit and made that a, a big hit. So the idea is there's been a lot a lot a lot of live television until recently we've only got lately Saturday Night Live and a couple other uh, couple other shows so we'll come back and examine this and see is live TV coming back? Listen to that, the way they, they, all that live music and live performance. It was pretty amazing. I mean, for such a a, a primitive means of communication at the time, they really pulled out all the stops. They were doing, it was, I mean, it was, had to be timed. They had to get out on the commercials on time. They had to, you know, had their skits. They had to get the show over on time. They had to time it. They had a week to do it. I mean, if you watch My Favorite Year. That movie, I think it really brings it uh, to life. There's a lot of movies that's done this, but that, if you remember, with Peter O'Toole. I never saw it. No, oh, I, I can't I'll believe have to watch you haven't it. seen that. It's just, it really brings, it's supposed to be your show of shows with Sid Caesar. Oh, okay. And it really brings, and it's a reluctant star, Peter O'Toole, who's kind of a drunk and he's, he's, he's a star of movies, but as you heard in the beginning of our show, you know, his <laughs> clip is, he's like, what? This is live. He didn't really realize he was going to be performing live. He's like, I'm not an actor. I do lines for movies, and if I met it up, I could do it again. Right. Uh, so anyway, a, a live TV is um, interesting. We're going to go through the next section, watching and hearing live television at its best. And I think uh, who, do, do, when you think of live TV, do you think of any particular actor or people or comedian that comes to life or show that you enjoy live? I mean, think I, is the only talented? show that I think of right now is Saturday Night Live. That's I, I didn't realize that there are other shows that are done live. I didn't, right. I, when you mentioned Dancing with the Stars, and uh, you're right that that there are portions of that that are done live. So right. no, I mean other than Saturday Night Live, no. Well, so you've got some that are live taped to broadcast. Well, they could well, edit it in, but they don't yeah. really change. Like they, the Letterman show when it was done, or you know Jimmy Fallon. They're not really editing much. They've got it down. That's live. What you've seen that's on true. TV, right. unless they make a huge mistake, that's live. Right. So, but it's live to tape. By the way, it's Lloyd Bridges, you're right, was the Mandelbaum, not not Jack Collins. Yes, the old do again. We'll be right back. This is Sunday. You're listening to Everything Old is New Again, America's entertainment pop culture talk show with Douglas Viviani and David Cohen. This is Terrence Winter, writer and executive producer of The Sopranos, creator and executive producer of Boardwalk Empire and The New Vinyl on HBO. And you're listening to my friends Douglas Viviani and David Cohen on Everything Old is New Again. Listen to those credits. 
Isn't that great? Uh, I know. And, and addition, we're his friends. Yeah, in addition to that, from now on, when he's doing another show, another interview, he does that credit, and, he does, and he's adding on to that now, and friends of Doug <laughs> Viviani and David Cohen from Everything Old is New Again. He's going to promote us along with vinyl, which is... Sure, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I'm actually going to try to ask him to do that. That would be funny, wouldn't it? It would be funny to see his reaction when you ask him, yeah. <laughs> He'll give you the bill for dinner is what he'll do, I think. <laughs> Sneak away if he's fast as he could. Anyway, uh, we're discussing live TV, and uh, is it coming back? We've seen um, quite a bit of, of that recently. Let's take a look at live TV at its best. Listen to a, a clip that's it's kind of hard to get, you know, Saturday Night Live type skits into like, you know, three seconds, 10 seconds, 20 seconds to hear right. what it was like. But this is a husband comes home, Sid Caesar from work. He his wife thinks he is forgotten. This is show birthday. of shows we're yes, listening to. Show okay. of shows. This is the skit is the wife. The wife thinks he's forgotten the birthday. Okay. And uh, here's kind of the payoff. Hopefully. There you are. There it is. The earrings. Saved up a whole year. There they are. As a present. Happy birthday. Fine way to give a present. Typical of you to just sort of throw them at me. Yeah. Like you throw a bone at a dog. <laughs> like, yeah. It's so typical of you to do something like this. They're beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> He's all upset because after like, there's been 15 minutes before this of arguing back and forth of, of, of her, you know, him keeping the secret and her arguing that she, he's forgotten the birthday. Very creative, very clean, but I, I was never a fan of your show of shows and Sid C's growing up in the 70s and 80s and 60s, uh, just because it was not my time, you know? But right. they've released them on YouTube and on discs. If I swear, if you go back and watch them, they're timeless. Yeah. And this guy really was a genius. Oh, he, of course. Yeah. Because you'll see him later yeah. on, and like he's in the, uh, uh, you know, the Vegas uh, animal the vacation movie. Vicky, and it's just not, it's a shadow I of the guy. I won the money. I won the money. Exactly. Yeah. And I don't know, he was good enough, but he was a shadow of this guy that I think was made, made to perform live. Yes, I you agree. You have got to see what he does. I didn't with his realize you can you can actually buy the uh, the discs. Of I did your for show my dad show. a little ways back, and I and I actually um, asked him to. I actually bought it for myself. And I gave it to my dad when he goes to Florida every year. And I said, "Let me have him back when you come back from Florida." It's been about four years. I haven't gotten it back. <laughs> <laughs> he loves it so much. It's a pretty it's a pretty large anthology of, cool. of them. Good um, to know. So you know, I don't know. That is, it's hard to translate on the radio here. But if you ever get a chance, that guy and. That show was so well-written. It was wonderful. Um, and they did the skits. Like you say, Saturday Night Live skits sometimes last too long. We did a show on Saturday Night Live. We talked about that. Right. His skits, they could be 15, 20 minutes, and they're all hysterical. Some of them are short, huh. but it's wow. uh, so well-written. Let's listen to uh, some something else that happened in 1963 live on television. There is Leon. He's been shot. He's been shot. Oswald has been shot. There's the man with a gun. I'm not saying that's the best of It's just What's chaos. That beat? What was that music? Yeah, was I, that... I don't. Yeah, I don't know. But uh, <laughs> you really brought the show to a complete standstill. <laughs> exactly. Now, thanks for that. That's why I tried to talk over and ignore it. But the point being is, I mean, that's not the best of, but it's the best of. In that, you're right there on live TV watching someone get assassinated. Right, and they didn't rehearse that. You know, you right. have to get it right. <laughs> Ruby had to get it right that first time because they couldn't call cut it just you know wouldn't be the surprise but how insane is that that's live tv uh and i think talk about back to comedians uh i mean you've got live tv sports all the time as well which we can get into but you know there's so much great things that have gone on in live tv um 
listen to this and tell me if... Um, what are you going to play, the you Hindenburg? Remember, yeah, you remember, you remember Friday's TV show in 1980s? Friday's, uh, like yes. Saturday Night Live. Uh, Andy Kaufman went, uh, Kaufman went on there, and this in this skit is Michael Richards and Kramer. Uh, Kramer, and they did a skit, and Andy Kaufman pulled one of his usual routines, live TV. <laughs> Middle of the skit. I can't play, I can't play Stone. <laughs> You feel stupid. And she's great. You feel stupid. You feel stupid. Look, I'm just trying to have everybody so Everyone's so tight around here. I don't understand. I don't know if you can get the flavor of it on, you know, you're not seeing it, but it was in that movie, Man on the Moon, about uh, yeah. uh, Andy Kaufman. And um, when you see it, what it was is he was supposed to play, uh, you know, at a dinner party or at, at a restaurant. He was supposed to be high and hungry and whatever. And he was saying, I, I, I just can't do it. Mac Richards got so upset. He got went up off stage. He grabbed the cue cards for what he was the character was supposed to say, threw it on the table and said, just read these. Legitimately upset. Uh, then the, one of the producers of the show had to come along. And they, it was a fist of cuffs. And they had a cut to commercial. All live TV. And everyone believed that that was legit, actually happening right then and there. Until the following week, when Andy Kaufman came on and uh, and issued an apology. I want you to know the truth. The truth is, this was an experimental piece. We wanted to do something different. At one point, we were supposed to digress from the script, and I can't, I can't do this. I won't do it. I won't say it. I can't say it. It's hard to do. It's long. But basically, they had him on to apologize. And then he, he, reading this piece of paper, rips it up and basically says, I can't do this. It's a lie. We didn't plan this in advance. This is just something that I did uh, as an improv to get this live performance uh, on its edge to try to get these actors. You could hear them, how uncomfortable they were. Right. And all it this. did definitely did not sound originally like a, like it's all a setup, like a trying to pull one over. Right. Yeah. But now Michael Richards to this day now says it was a setup and all that was Andy Kaufman in his his mm. perfect, you know, way that he presented. It's still a question. Did he do that live and mess up that skit on purpose? Did he do, you know, as part of everyone knowing that? Or did no one know it? He just planned to do it himself? Uh, it's a great thing about live TV because it's, it's sort of like watching a car race. If you're not a race fan, you're watching partially to see if there's a crash, right? And with him, it was... He was a genius with this. I'm sorry. I have to use that word like so yes. casually. But yep. he was with live TV. He was. Uh, remember so what he creative. did on Letterman with Jerry Lawler? The, I don't remember the, that, but maybe this will bring him out. Oh, back. Really? You're full of <laughs> my friend. I will sue you for everything you have. I will sue you as far as I'm concerned. You hear me? I am sorry. I am sorry to use those words on television. I apologize to all my friends. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But you, you're a. <laughs> I think uh, I think you can use some of those words on TV. I'm not. Oh, I remember seeing that live, but you introduced choose that one. Tell us. What I that didn't was even about. know you were going to play right. that. That's really cool. Perfect timing. Um, yeah. So he he got into this apparently real fight with a wrestler, Jerry Lawler. Um, Jerry Lawler slapped Andy Kaufman. I mean, it was a real slap, and it hurt him. Um, and um, right on the interview, right, right on there, the there on Letterman, yeah, yeah, yeah. And apparently, the whole thing was a setup. It was, it wasn't, right. it didn't really. Um, but do you remember watching it? I remember watching yes, it live. I do too. Okay, now of course it's live to tape, but they didn't edit right. it. That was the guest. That was the show. They 
let it yeah. go. And I, it was acted so well that you really thought that this was legit, that these two were fighting on the right. air because they had a history of this and the histrionics, histrionics was going back and forth. And then they cut to a break and came back and Andy Kaufman was throw, threw water on him and screaming and cursing and everything else. I mean, it was, he knew that his, you know, his, Forte was putting people on there. He didn't tell jokes. He wasn't a standard right. comedian. Right. He wasn't really a character actor. He did like and he did a lot of that stuff on Taxi, which he kind of didn't like, which I still think was great stuff. It was, but uh, he felt that his it was forte like performance art, was a performance right. art, right? right. And yeah. so he sometimes, if not all the times, only let one or two people know, like the producer maybe know what was, or let him in maybe know what was going to happen, and wanted to see the reaction of everybody else. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. I think it's I think it's fun, but you have to have a lot of confidence. You do to be able to do that. You do. But he took advantage of the of the medium, right? The live medium, and he did what he wanted to do, and it it, it worked. I mean, on his special, uh, you see this in the movie. He wanted people back in the day. TVs were a little bit different, and once in a while, you'd see the TV reception go out and and or the picture just like kind of roll if they call if you call it that if you've ever seen that back in the day yeah so he made the producers of the, uh, of the show make his special do that so that people would get up out of their seat hit their tv move the tv antennas remember not everybody had cable back then <laughs> right and he moved the antennas to try to get the reception on that special yeah and meanwhile it That's was great it was broadcast that way <laughs> we'll be back on everything old is new again live on tape? Live on tape. Maybe. Or is it? Say, Charlie, why the arm in the sling? Yeah, I walked straight into that busted street sign in front of Frank's Automat. Well, you must have been really sore, Adam. You said it, pal. I said, say, what's a big idea making a fella trip out there? I was going to sock him right in a kisser. He's all wet. Why, you ought to sue him, Charlie. I have half a mind to do just that. But where am I going to get that kind of dough? Say, I know a fella just got me out of a big jam, and he didn't break the bank. You don't say. Yeah, the law office of Douglas Viviani. The law office? Of Douglas Viviani? That's right, the law office of Douglas Viviani. Viviani. That's what I said. Viviani. Are you a straight shooter? He's a cat's meow. He's on the up and up? Doug's ace is with me. Is that so? He's a bee's bees. Well, that's just swell. You have his number? You can call him at 631 681 1910 or email him at vivianilaw.com. Wait, what, what was that last part? What, email? Yeah, what's email? Vivianilaw.com. Now, back to America's entertainment pop culture talk show, Everything Old is New Again, with Douglas Viviani and David Cohen. Scarface Al Capone may have built it, and nobody knows what's in it. Some say money, some say body, some say it's booby trap. And we're going to open it. What secret lies inside? It may be Scarface Al Capone's biggest secret, and we'll open it on live television. Welcome to Everything Old is New Again. We're discussing live television, and uh, I think this segment will just dive into some of the mistakes, some of the things that happen on live TV that we talked about Andy Kaufman. His stuff was on purpose, but seemed to be a mistake. And these are real mistakes or real issues that happened on live TV that, that uh, I mean, there's so many of them. I'm just going to get a little flavor to show what can happen if you do the wrong thing on live TV. Right. And that was Geraldo uh, opening Al Capone's vault. You remember it made that? such a big deal out of that in advance. It was so, it was all over the news. And you had to tune in. Who knew what was in Al Capone's vault? There Thirty-six was going to be million big. people tuned 36 in. Thirty-six million, which was a lot. Yeah, I mean, right? especially yeah, I mean, just unbelievable to see a vault opened up. And this is what happened at the end of that. That was pretty cool. Pointed about that, as I'm sure you are. This is one time in my life that a uh, pot of gold would have been a lot more fun than uh, 
chasing the rainbows. And I promised all the critics that if we didn't find anything, I'd sing a song. So uh, uh, Chicago, Chicago, that's Holland Town. All right, I'm going. I'll see you. And he just walked off. He was so embarrassed, so disgusted. And it's an interview that he says afterwards he went home, he got drunk, he was so upset and everything. And the next day he got like 20 offers to do uh, other work. Uh, Because... (laughs) The power of live TV back in the day. At that time, besides news, local news or local morning show, there was nothing like... Yeah, because TV had moved into an era where, right, other than uh, daytime soaps... Which, some of which I believe were still live, but but prime time there was absolutely nothing live. Everything was video, right? Everything. So everybody was like, "Wow, this is going to be live." I mean, it, was a, it, it was became a thing, right? You had a two. It was an appointment television at its except finest. for Saturday Night Live, which was the right. shtick of Saturday Night Live in the seventies. By the way, that's how they got on the air. In some ways, was that hey, this is going to be a live show, and that was a problem in the beginning. They didn't know, you know, that uh, the executives didn't know that it was going to work, and they didn't have any experience with it. It was just beyond them at that point. And then you get Sinead O'Connor on Saturday Night Live. I'm sitting in my office, and the final part of the song is the camera slowly pushing into her face, and she brings out this photo of the Pope and tears it in half. And I literally jumped out of my chair. Fight the real enemy. The air went out of the studio, and he went, really? And that was the end of our her career. The, the lack of applause and the pin dropping was uh, pretty much the end of her career because she did something really silly and stupid on live TV. Which was, I don't know, did the listeners well, You know, really the Pope it? is usually a pretty popular guy. No, I mean, we, we, did we really explain what she did? Oh, that's I, true. I, I don't know if it was did, apparent. They, they, they but they, he, she sang a song and, and really was uh, uh, saying the real enemy of the world. And, uh, and she just ripped the it. Pope. She held the photo up. I remember seeing that. I saw it live. Yeah. I mean, uh-huh. they say that in the rehearsals, it was a picture of something else. They didn't know uh-huh. she was going to do that. And, uh, you know... Some things are just, uh, especially back in that day, just beyond reproach. And the Pope was back in those days. I don't know if he is now, but certainly was then. And that was the end, end, yeah. end of her career. Silly move. This fellow's career is not ended, but here's a, a real, what would you call this, goose chills moment or a moment of, of real panic. A live TV, Peter Pan, Christopher Walker. They found a mother. Oh, it's nice to have a mother. Mm. Peter Pan has found a mother. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The game is up. Oh, he forgot his line. Yeah, he went up. Struggling. And struggling, and no one like live. I, my wife performs a little bit. You perform when you're live performing, um, and someone forgets their line. Aren't you supposed to kind of try to maybe say their line a different way, or push them in the right direction, or remind them of the line? Or, right, exactly. Co actors no, just nobody sat was there. helping him. That was a really sad thing. It nobody was. was helping him out. Like they had to know what his line was. Whatever. Of the heck course the line they was. do. So yeah. you say the line. Oh wait, wait a minute. Isn't uh, Peter Pan coming? Or whatever right. the heck the line right. would be, and you get him going again. That was bad. Oh, it was so embarrassing. <laughs> As was John. Travolta at the Oscars. Here to perform the Oscar-nominated, gorgeously empowering song, Let It Go, from the Oscar-winning animated movie, Frozen, please welcome the wickedly talented one and only Adele Dazeem. <laughs> I 
Dazim. <laughs> and Dina Menzel, of right. course, is the name. And later on, I think what was some other award show, he they had them together, and he apologized. And, right. And he was right. rather awkward because he was holding her chin like for thirty seconds while he was saying. Yeah, that was more she... awkward than him screwing up the name in the first place. Exactly, and that was live too. So yeah. you know these award shows. I guess some of them. I guess they all are live. The Oscars are live. Well, you right? know, there's there's the five second delay, but when that's if somebody swears or say says something, right. but when you stumble like that, you can't. You know, the five second delay is not going to help you, and you can't. You just can't help. Yeah. You know, help each other, and that's why they do a lot of these. I think why they do a lot with is pairs all the time. So if one gets stuck, the other one can try to maybe try to help them. I don't know. Um, live TV and live theater, they always say all these actors is so invigorating because you tell me, because you see you're in front of the audience and what happens, can, what can happen, what can't happen, right? Right, right. I but mean, when you're up there alone like he was or or when you're left alone like Christopher Walken was, uh, it's painful. Oh, it's lonely up there. It was certainly lonely for Steve Harvey this year at the Miss <laughs> Universe. Miss Universe. 2015 is Colombia. There's, I have to apologize. The first runner up is Colombia. Miss Universe 2015 is Philippines. You know, why didn't they just have them share it? What was the big deal at that point? Because she didn't win it. I mean... (laughs) I know, but he, share yeah. it because this guy got the name and he wrong. He screwed up. He screwed up. So give it to them both. Oh, it was. Uh, but do you read? There was a story about the Academy Awards. You know, when when what's her, of course I can't remember the way the uh, um, the actress's name, but she was in my cousin Vinny, right? And, and she won an award for best actress that year. But the the strong rumors were that they read the wrong winner, and she really? did not actually win. But they just kept it that way. Oh, I didn't as know opposed that. to going back like Steve Harvey did. Whoa, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course. I'm, I'm, I now I have to look up her name. Uh, Marissa Tomei. Yes, yes. Uh, but uh, Steve Harvey. That was uh, wow. He went on and on. There was a lot of other uh, angst from the audience that I cut out. And at the end, he apologized, said to hold it against the women and so forth. He since has gotten a couple of television commercials I've seen. Oh, definitely making that. fun of himself. Yeah, right. uh, but right. poor guy. Wow. And then other things can happen live, like Greece, which was very well received recently. Uh, but I don't know what it was because it was raining that day. I don't know what it was, but the sound was not good for hopelessly devoted uh, when um, that was performed. Let's try to listen to this if you hear static. It's mine. It's not the first heartbroken. My eyes are not the first to cry. He kind of muffled. Mm-hmm. All the audiences, not the audience, all the the. the Performers are being muffled and staticky and all that. This was she was performing like you know this is her signature song. This is her claim to fame. She did it beautifully, right. uh, but you know the engineering didn't work. I don't know if it was the microphone that was on, in her blouse that was rough. Same thing you know, with Adele at the Grammys when the mic fell in the in the. Uh Piano and and it, it it sounded like some really bad guitar strumming yeah. in the background. And the show it completely must go threw on. her off. Right? Yeah. But, right. Yeah. She didn't blame stop. anybody but herself. But you probably was the accompaniment that messed her up. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So uh, that's what happens on live TV. But that's kind of the fun of it too. Uh, and that might be some of the reason why it's it's coming back to give us a little punch in the arm. Uh, Carrie Underwood uh, brought back uh, the first of these and the sound of music on NBC. We'll be right back after this. Drink with jam and bread That will bring us back 
I mean, she's not an innovator, but she did take upon the first of these to do a live Carrie Underwood. Yeah, yeah. Uh, on Sound of Music. She has a tremendous voice. I yeah. think she did a nice job with it. I don't love the play, and that could be part of the reason right. why, in, in my uh, thoughts, it's not such a great thing. But it was the first of these plays. And I think it's great. Um, even if they're older plays, they have, certainly have to be plays that are not on Broadway anymore. You know, not Broadway's going to not. Yeah, you can't start cannibalizing your your uh, right your 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 current Broadway. Yeah, you're not going to do that with Les Mis, let's say, even though there was a movie that yeah. sort of everybody in the country's seen it. So when you come to New York, you're not going to want to see it again. We should do an everything old is new again live. We do it every week. We do it live. How about on Broadway? Let's do it on Broadway. I would do a Broadway show. Absolutely. Live on Broadway. Live TV broadcast of a Broadway performance of our radio show. Why not? Bob and Ray did it. Really? It was, we well, did a discussion of Bob and Ray. And a lot of people are saying you and I are the new Bob and Ray. I would uh, tend to agree with you about that. It doesn't mean that... Uh, I'm, well, by opinion. a lot. Yeah. I mean, just to be clear, by a lot, you and me. So, <laughs> Correct. There you go. <laughs> and Mike, our engineer, says that. No, I don't well, even we, think he does. No. We give him the uh, the accolades on Let's the air. Say whatever. Yeah, sure. Mike, are we the, are we the next are we Bob the... and Ray? Oh, absolutely. There you go. See? <laughs> <laughs> now I owe him a bottle of wine. But okay, I will uh, <laughs> I will be good for that uh, That promise that any accolades we get is rewarded or are rewarded. And if you want to give us accolades, feel free to send a note to everythingoldisnewagain.biz. You can listen to our old show about Bob and Ray. Uh, when uh, Bob uh, Elliott passed away, we got uh, quite a number of hits on our old uh, performance of that show when we talked about him and his career with his partner. Anyway, right. uh, welcome to Everything Old is New Again. We will be back to talk about today and what's happening with live TV today and what's the future. There she is. This is Everything Old is New Again, America's entertainment pop culture talk show with Douglas Viviani and David Cohen. Queen Latifah, Mary J. Blige, Tommy, Neil, David Allen Greer, Elijah Kelly, Shanice Williams, Amber Riley, Stephanie Mills, and Uzo Aduba. There is no place like home. The Wiz Live, December 3rd, NBC. Now that was well received. This is uh, Douglas Viviani with uh, David Cohen on Everything Old is New Again. We're talking about live television. And that was well received. It was. And it I was, think yes. it was well done. And uh, that was on NBC. So this now NBC and Fox are doing these. I haven't seen any other stations do the live plays yet. No, but I think there'll be more. And I think, do you remember uh, the show ER? Uh, uh, they did a live TV show, a live episode of ER, and that was pretty well publicized before. And apparently it went off. It was flawless. Um, and it was really cool for the actors to do because a lot of them, you know, came up in the theater. Um, so I have a feeling it's going to spread to, you know, not just doing Broadway shows live, but doing normal shows, you know, serials. Like I'd even see. like to see live plays, 12 Iron or Man plays, or whatever. Yes, you know, absolutely. Uh, that really is because is, is, there's an intimacy. There's, what would you say? There's something about when the performance is live, not just that, oh, gee, something could go wrong, but the actor is more invigorated, I think, right? You tell me, you, you've been on stage, you get more energy, right? Oh, more. absolutely. Um, it, it's... It's so much more rewarding. You have to, you, you know, you, film is, is a very, very, like, up-close type of acting, you know. Um, but when you're on a stage, you can 
act you know naturally more physical it's just more visceral and it's it, it's much more fun to do as far as i i'm concerned well, i think also, a lot of actors feel that way also something we go harken back to andy kaufman when he was on fridays and did what he did and, and threw the script away and said i can't do this for a reaction whether it was real or not um should those people on on uh, on you know acting with him or supposed to act with him had their improv hat on how do you think or what would they have done like it's a little different reaction they didn't do anything and it was all Awkward and silent. But if that was you were doing improv, let's say, what would you have? What could you have done with Andy Kaufman? Yeah, well, the, the golden rule of improv is is yes and, meaning that whatever your partner, your scene partner does, you acknowledge it and you go with it. So, I mean, that's like the first rule you learn. So when Andy Kaufman did that, I mean, if they were doing improv on stage and it wasn't necessarily scripted like it was. You know, the other actors should just say, yeah, me too. Yeah, throw the script up in the air, put your feet on the table, and, and sort of see where that goes. And do anything. You could say, oh, yeah, you know what, me too. I'm not into the drugs, but you know what, how about some wine or something? Or right, whatever, right. go with it and, and try to like, diffuse his uncomfortable presentation. You know, exactly. Him saying exactly. he can't do it. Instead of the, unfortunately, those actors did nothing, and the clip is much longer than I did. And none of them, except for Michael Richards at the end, Got the cue card, threw it on the table, got a big laugh. But he was upset. He did it for the whole right. did it out of right. But, you know, that Anger. was something. He's a little more improv than these other ones, obviously. They didn't have their – they just kept repeating what Andy Kaufman was saying. And it wasn't, like you said, yes and. In theory, they could have gone with it. I don't know. I know they, to give them the benefit of the doubt, they weren't expecting even this. In, even in sketch comedy, which which that was, things are going to go wrong, right? right? And, and it's always – even if, when you watch Saturday Night Live now, something goes wrong in a sketch. Somebody, you know, cracks up or forgets a line or something. Every you know it's a team and nobody gets upset and you go along with it you make fun of it or or you just move along with it right the show must go on exactly as as did in uh, Greece I don't know if you know this Vanessa, Vanessa Hudgens was playing one of the parts her dad had passed away the night or the day before the performance and then listen to what she I I think this is unbelievable listen to what she did I could stay home. To me, she was an unknown. I don't know if you're familiar with her or anybody is. She looks familiar, but she's unknown. When I for, for your generation, yes, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But listening to that live performance of that of her singing quality blew me away. And I think you can get so, like you know these. They say Britney Spears has overdubbed a lot. And a lot of people, you know, there's a lot of machinations and engineering going on with you recording can't do that with a live performance, right? You gotta have the talent, right? And I don't mean to go off, but I mean, to, I've only heard her sing that one song, really. But I mean, that to me was amazing. It was a showstopper. You have to you have to be a good singer if you're going to sing on Broadway or, you know, on a televised Broadway show. You can't get around it. I mean, that was. So that's another cool thing about top, yeah. live TV of a, of a Broadway show. And we're maybe even a play. We touched on that before, but yeah, very emotional, very well done. And again, she did that. You know, the show must go on, right? After, unfortunately, her dad passed away the day before. Right. And then talk about emotions. Dancing with the Stars. There's a lot of examples, but I'll throw Bindi Irwin in there and her live performance uh, and last year. And that dance was breathtaking, baby. It was dancing with you every step of the way. He's proud of you, and the world is proud of you. The way you dance is that every time I watch you dance, I'm like, oh, 
watch you dance, I feel like I'm watching the way you live your life, right? And it's such an honor to see such a bright light dance with so much beauty and passion. Love that. Now, I think some of the beauty of Dancing with the Stars, uh, and I'm a big fan uh, because I, I love family, family entertainment, but I also i have never liked dancing ever. And this show is, has gotten me on that, uh, I don't know, that, as a fan, in that, of course, the live happens, people have fallen, people have had right. mistakes happen. Right. Not that you want to see that on purpose, but you see what they do. Marie Osmond fainted on yes. live TV. That's a great one, yeah. exactly. Uh, and then you see some, some once or twice or maybe three times a season, you'll see a a very emotional performance from dancing and who would have thought dancing can bring out emotions I as an uneducated viewer of dancing you know could care less and never thought about that but wow what an art form when it done well contemporary dance or whatever and you tell a story with dance and then that story is she was telling a story of her dad uh, Bindi Irwin's you know, dad passed away Steve Irwin right Steve Irwin uh, at a very young age and very moving anyway it, that I think live TV created that environment Definitely. that that see for her to swim Women, which is not it's really felt good, real, you know, when you're when, yeah. when it's an edited show, like uh, sometimes, and and something happens naturally, but it gets edited later, y- you lose the 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 freshness of it. Yeah, I mean, if they re- if they could redo the dance and do it over and over again until they got the dance they wanted, let's say, it's <laughs> not as emotional. It's not going to happen. Right. This person's right there live. You know, Jerry Springer did a dance, could kind of barely dance, but he did it for his daughter. Um, and right. there was some circumstance there. I forget what it was, but at the end, goes to the daughter and uh, you know brought tears. Or whatever. Is it live television? It shows the flaws and it shows the humanity of people, and and it's much better, I think, than these glossed over reality shows where everything is heavily edited and right, uh, right, that, exactly. And Chris Daughtry gives you a little piece of that as why he was involved with the passion. He was, of course, on Amer- uh, American Idol, didn't right. win it, but uh, is parlayed that, and that was on March of uh, this past year, uh, the passion, which was live, and he was performing. As a musician, there's always songs that you know you hear and go. I wish I wrote that, you know, and and so it's it's fun to sing songs that you respect and love. That never really changes when you become a songwriter. Right. So you know why? In other words, just changing gears a little bit. Why would you want to do? Live television. It's different than a live stage. Oh, sure. You've got those. Even if even if there's a thousand in the audience, it's only a thousand people, so, so to speak. Right. If you kind of not doing the right thing, live television. Uh, look what happened with, with uh, what we just saw with Travolta and uh, and Steve Harvey. No one saw Steve sure. Harvey live doing that, but wow, it spread. Yeah, exactly. You know, everyone These on the days. planet knows what happened. A mistake he made, right? It's instantly. Right. So so when you're doing and signing up to do these live performances too, it's a little trepidation. There, you got to have a little that Peter O'Toole in you, like that's going to spill out. Into, <laughs> what are you I better get this right, you know. Right, um, right. But that's fun. That's what we do on this show. What do you think of? I mean, we are live. We could tell you we never go back and edit. You could probably tell no, that we don't. Uh, we just go from start to finish, even with the edits. Uh, I should say with the clips and so forth. Um, so maybe someday we'll talk about how we do the show. But the point being uh, that we're basically live. Of course, some places it might be on a tape, uh, but it's right to the tape. Well, let me ask you if. It's right to the tape, but if we were actually going out live over the air, do you think your mindset would be a little differently, knowing that that's happening? It isn't, because we've been trained in now. There's one time, and you'll hear it on one of our shows, where I said, oh, we didn't start out right. Let me start again. And you wouldn't let me do that, if you remember. I think it was a Broadway, one of the Broadway shows or something. I can't remember exactly what it was. Uh, but you could hear me saying, oh, let's let's start that over again. Maybe it may have been the Disney show. And you said, no, 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 that's good. So I, I my mindset is full steam ahead, because right. I always stumble over words and once in a while say the wrong word. 
word. If I thought that we could edit it, you know, I would do that. But that mindset is gone. Right now, we are uh, of the mindset that this is live and that's everything old is new again. It's cool. I like it. Hopefully you like it on Everything Old is New Again. Come on back next week. We'll have some more fun. Live to tape, if you will. Live to tape. All right, so we're back for that one little minute for LI News Radio, and uh, I, I think we've we've explained a little bit about the the live performance here. Uh, we've also seen that with our game show we did, and Loretta and you. That was cool. And the right. first the first. 10 minutes was kind of a miss, if you will, and then it started to gain steam, and it, it How about it the, the food-eating contest we had? That was that was pretty... We had no idea what was going to happen. Right. And that's... And that's nothing did happen, fun. but, and, you know, we, we could have. We're we always expecting know. something to happen. Uh, <laughs> lightning might strike twice. You never know. But uh, that's the fun of it, and we're trying to just uh, bring some fun back to the radio, and hopefully you're enjoying it. Please uh, write to us. Let us know, and write to your radio stations. Let them know that you're enjoying Everything Old is New Again. Come on back. Next week. Everything old is new again.